0: i I'm going to ask you one more time, Neil. Do you want to bring it in? All right. Welcome to Strength
1: Hammer. You knew I hit Holy the record girl. button. <laughs> you knew what I was hope doing. hope you're having an amazing day and you're not as uh, devastatingly tired as I am. Great.
0: <laughs> right, episode 6-1, Neil. We are eight episodes away from episode 69, which will be very oh, wow. nice.
1: Oh, man. You know, the 13-year-old boy in me just just is going to have a good chuckle at that. <laughs>
0: Oh, that whole episode's probably going to be a joke episode. We're going to figure that out. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes. You are tired. I am recovered from being tired, which we'll talk about to get through this episode. But Neil, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Um outside of uh, the mass amount of drinking I did over the weekend, um I've uh I've been sticking to my uh, uh, my my strength uh I guess you could call it strength, the uh, strength commitment um, commitment. There's the word we were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been running. Nice. So um trying to get a little healthier again. So, and I've been sticking to it. And so I've been out for about three runs now. So sticking to it for me anyway. So it's been oh. a couple of days since I ran, I ran on, I take it back. I ran on Saturday morning. So yeah,
0: that's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, like I said, you were just, we were talking before I hit record for the whole 30 seconds that we preempted this show uh you know we 30 seconds to catch up and then our content that's what we do here um Mm -hmm. so you were camping looked like a great time looked like an exhausting Mm -hmm. time out in the sun and the uh, humidity Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i'm glad to see you're uh doing well yep uh i myself am doing well. i'm no longer sleep deprived it took a five hour nap and some feedback from you neil (laughs) <laughs> on your audio. now it took, took a five-hour nap and then eight hours of sleep to get caught back up. But I feel good because I want to be well-rested going into this week, which will be the Tacoma U.S. Grand Open. Uh, so that means, as everybody guessed it, next week there won't be a podcast. Or a blog either, because I come back, I land at 10.30 p.m., so I'm coming home and going to bed. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I realize my hair's a mess today. Look at this. If you're watching YouTube, you get to see it. If you're on spotify nope
1: oh. big news today nashcon uh, um pack came out today so took a little look at look see at that yeah yep. can't wait to dominate people with my two lists because i'm usually so good at making one
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> the koe koE and character on overlordering i don't know how to say this our, our little our little shindig between me you and matt mm-hmm. i'm not sure how to say this by the way what do we name it Oh boy! Okay, like, what's a catchy name? Like, it's it's we've described it before. We're having a little three way battle throughout the tournament um, with our character and overlords. We have a contract that we're all going to sign. Say, pretty it's much a parlay. It's yeah.
1: uh, it's um it's um what, what what's something you do on the high seas? That's like a, a small skirmish. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know nautical turfs.
1: <laughs> I do, but I don't have one for that. That's so, fine. we'll uh, figure it out. We're
0: yeah, we're having our character drawn. Civil war, I guess you call it that. Even though know, we're not fighting we each go. other technically. Although I bet we will. One of us will fight somebody. Oh well
1: it's probably a good chance we'll all face each other. That's <laughs> true. We'll all be at the time Which actually would be ideal because someone would have to win that way. So watch it
0: turns into one of those things where I beat you, you beat Matt, Matt beats me. <laughs> right. So even if someone places higher, we're still gonna dispute it. No matter right, what right, we right, do. Right. Yeah. That's that's our life. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that pack looks, uh, looks good. Uh, I'm excited for it. Got to get the list in. Um, not, well, I guess we have to August 13th. So we got time. We got time. We'll, we'll figure it yep. out. But, uh, yeah, outside of that, I mean, life's good for me. I'm still wishing I was at every Taylor Swift Air Tour concert that exists. So, uh, speaking of which, we still got the pictures up on lock. So there we go. There's one for everybody right now.
1: Um, almost, almost had to bring my daughter down here to give you a little recap mm. of uh, the Cincinnati one. Which, by the way, they got an extra um, surprise song
0: because of the and uh, early one of the time surprise
1: thing. songs was from the uh, Redemption uh, era. I guess you could say, or not Redemption, um,
0: Reputation. Uh,
1: Reputation. There we yeah, go. There we go. Yeah.
0: There we go. Get yeah. it right now. Get, a writer, get yeah. it right or get off the Sorry. show. Whoa. Swifties <laughs> are gonna start DMing
1: me. Excuse <laughs> me. Not yeah. in a good way. I gotta DM you right now. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, uh it's great. And also uh she just released her Speak Now Taylors version uh last Friday. That has been in my ears nonstop. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, yeah,
1: it's, it's been played in my house uh, quite a bit since then as well.
0: It's so good. I I feel so sorry for Matt on the drive down the Nashcon in, in a couple of months. Eight hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we each we'll each put up with each other's music, but like it gets it gets hard. It gets hard for each of us. We have to, we have to mix it up. Yeah. My favorite part of every road trip with Matt while we're on this little intro subject anytime we're driving for more than just a few hours i would just start playing with the radio just see if i can find the one spanish radio station and i've found a spanish radio station in every state him and i've driven through you, <laughs> you'd think indiana that state that hellhole yeah. of a state wouldn't have a single one i found one for five miles nice <laughs> he's, he's just <laughs> like looking at me he's like i don't know how you found it but
1: Yes, we're there listening. It is. Yep, you, you applied the AM radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good shit. Um, but yeah, let's let's
0: do it. Let's start with the fitness. Neil, you've been running. That seems good. I, I saw a little kayaking cool. going on too in your photos. Yep. So, staying stay, active. Yep, yep. That's good. That's good. Any other fitness activities going on, or just like you said, just well, keeping up with uh, the...
1: today? Today, actually, outside the kay- kayaking. Um, so there is a uh, at a campground that we stay at. There is like these inflatables in the middle of the lake. And so you know you have to wear a life jacket to get out there but mm-hmm. these things are uh sizable <laughs> and they got like like a rope like going down one side and the thing's all wet right and so you have to hold the rope and like kind of like scale up this thing and my heart was pounding after <laughs> <laughs> just get the top. you know these kids are just just yeah, running up this running thing. Up. And my uh my 200 pound ass is like trying to pull itself up here on a, on a wet surface <laughs> Was <laughs> not as easy and so yeah oh man i got the heart pumping a little bit up there so i launched myself off a, a 12 foot uh, up in the air uh whatever the hell inflatable so that was <laughs> that was kind of fun kind of challenging that's
0: fun the others are always like they're always extra but they're fun um yeah no personally myself i'm doing three days a week still actually got a fourth day in this week because uh the wife didn't want to go to the gym on Friday with me. So we just like oh, let's go Saturday. So it was next day. So I got a little arm pump in. It was great. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll say that, I guess, uh, I mean, I can't, I, I never count it, but uh, mowing my grass and my mother-in-law's grass and weeding the garden in the house. Let me tell you, when it's 92 out and 87% humidity. Yeah.
1: I did a little bit of that myself <laughs> this week. Yeah. I
0: know all about that. Yeah. You're out there for two hours and then you, you're just like, oh, damn.
1: <laughs> it's a good day to get on the scale you always look a little lighter after all oh. that water comes pouring out of you <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but no no that was nice I'll, I'll get a hopefully try and get one to two days in this coming week it's, it's always hard with traveling for the gw stuff just because traveling takes a whole day And then it, i won't lie it's it's i'm terrible at working out when i'm traveling mm-hmm. uh unless it's on the East Coast time, because, like, my adjustment time period is just not... It's, it's hard. I can I can adjust, but it's hard, so... We'll see. I always make the attempt. I always bring the clothes, so hopefully I can get at least two days in, and one will probably yeah. be a hotel workout, so we'll we'll see. But, uh, yeah. Uh, on to the hobby end of things. I'll start with this one, because I had the hobby commitment from two weeks ago. Well, yeah, whatever. We're a little off on this, this one as well, which was to get my daughter's a cane to have all of their items from all their books represented uh, on models. Uh, So I dug out all three of my battle tomes, which wasn't hard because they're right here to my left at all times. (laughs) And uh, made a spreadsheet, pulled them out. There's some duplicates and and such, so I didn't have to do anything twice. And then I also found all my army lists that I had for Daughters of Cain that I had saved. Um, It was the bulk of them. I'm sure I've maybe missed one or two, but most of the time because I played Kraith so much, I'm using the same artifact because we were required to use a specific artifact. But I found a few outliers back from the old GHB days whenever there was Realm artifacts. Neil, do you remember Realm artifacts?
1: I loved Realm artifacts. And actually, most of the Realm artifacts have uh, some type of similar representation in the old Ren 4 uh, books. Sure do. I found two... realms
0: i found two of those so i added those in as well um but yeah when i saw that i was like what the hell is this and then i started looking it up and i was like my god how far we have fallen with this age of sigmar stuff which is the ghb and no universe like come on come on where we go let's get back to it let's get back to what we were you know
1: right we'll see (laughs) we'll see in a year
0: (laughs) um but yeah commit completed that commitment uh, other hobby uh, i painted up a single space marine because the new leviathan 10th edition dropped. so there was one model out of that box that i wanted it was the apothecary and someone i knew had two he graciously gifted me one, so i painted it up for my dark angel force which i don't play uh i've gotten a couple games into 10th edition did a giant age of sigmar narrative campaign to see if the teratheon temple would survive or fall based upon a flashpoint from white dwarf Number 488. Sorry, digging my mind for that one. Which uh, was between the Ogres and the Daughters of Cain. So this Flashpoint, normally I see those and they're fun to read through and maybe it's an idea for a game, but they were the, these Ogres were on a warpath towards Harkron and there's a list of places in the way. One of those places was the Brutus Hills. That's where I placed the Tarathian Temple so long ago when they had their exodus from Gairan. I was like, oh, this is a good time. You know we're near the end of an edition there's this narrative thing that the ogres might attack the location of the tarathian temple you know and not that it was known by anyone who wrote this flashpoint but i was like i'll oh, use it as an excuse to expand my narrative so got together with the local barn crew um uh mostly it was brad and alex um we did i was gonna do a three game campaign narrative campaign uh, the first two games one was just kind of like a normal normal game nothing too fancy the second was kind of like a breakout so taratheon forces were trying to get back to their temple running across the huge table while the forces of brad and alex the ogres and some gets not that the gets were in the flashpoint per se but we're not going to exclude mm-hmm. people who want to play sigmar um we're trying to uh, pincer them together so got got through that way and then the last one was a huge epic siege which actually had most of the barn crew so 27 points we figured out at the end is what was oh on the board <laughs> <laughs> it was a phenomenal phenomenal uh narrative battle had a great time
1: how long did that take
0: you uh to be honest five hours not too long yeah, yeah we we, st- we probably well. got after it right around seven um finished up maybe a little after once maybe a little past that uh but yeah it was a great time there's lots of like tricks people really were starting to buy into the narrative end of things which as we'll talk about the topic uh i was kind of shocked early on almost a lot of my my close friends didn't fully understand what narrative was mm-hmm. um, but i feel like they learned it through the finale of this uh there was lots of double dealings there was tricks there was fun stuff uh everyone had their own goal even if it went against you know what would win the game per se mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and and terathi uh she had through her contact of uh, Lanissa, my Soulbound character, who was a member of the uh, Anvil Guard resistance, so had ties through the Cities of Sigmar type of people you'd expect, made a a deal with some Charger Overlords as a backup plan to get the hell out of there with as much as they could with Tarathi in in tow. Uh, And so while the temple surprisingly hung on a lot longer than expected, uh... (laughs) Actually, did up falling by some lucky charges near the end, but uh, safe to say, plenty of the Tarathian cult managed to make their escape, uh, Terathi included. So they will rebuild. Uh, and we Ooh. owe a debt to the Caradron Overlords, which it's my Caradron Overlord force, so it's a way to tie all my narratives together for some fun. So you'll see that in play at the uh, Nashcon when you see, like, I might feel like a witch elf on the boat or something. You know, like, we'll figure it out. But it's, it's fun to tie all my army narratives together a little bit more deeply by doing this, so yeah more narrative to come on that but yeah that was the most exciting thing and then uh i did decide finally on my old world army Mm -hmm. uh yeah you saw that i was trying for the youtube people at home you can just go to my twitter or instagram down below or my threads i'm on threads now because whatever uh but here on youtube you can't see it because my camera's shit uh (laughs) (laughs) terathi Uh, the Azurian era, she is going to be a high elf roots. I will tell that story succinctly. Uh, if you look at the dark elf story I wrote about her, you can see that I've updated it to represent fully that it's during the end times. So represent how the fall began, but, uh, plenty of room to talk about that. Excited for this. It's the only model I have unpainted currently. So that will be fun to drag out as long as possible because till I get fucking base nice. sizes there's no point doing anything else with old world
1: <laughs> right 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 yeah it's one of my favorite conversions i think i've seen you do it too it's really nice i was happy like I, it, it it was like one
0: of those sudden inspirations i actually had it in um uh kansas city as potential so i picked up the model and i let it sit for literally till today uh so almost month month later before i finally did it but it worked out like it was in my head so i'm happy for that Nice. Uh, outside that, yeah, like I said, um, just playing lots of Warhammer lately has been fun. Not painting a lot, which is also fun. And listening to lots of Taylor Swift, which is great. Neil, how's your hobby?
1: Uh, well, I painted, uh, keeping on working on my Bubble Boys uh, to get them ready for NashCon and everything. Um, I did play a game with Dave. So that the was da- good. The Dave Roke. And uh, the Dave Roke. And. Uh, of this podcast fame actually in the past um but if you look right here the book that is grudges. my book of grudges uh and that is dave roke um i net deepkin 6 23 23. i'm gonna have to strike that one off the books at some point because i did in fact <laughs> lose that game i um i was given uh first turn and my character drawn are very fast they could have got, got across the table and uh you know done some work but, you know, I was a little nervous. I'm like, should I try Like, he's got that big murder turtle, which I haven't played a lot. I'm like, it just looks like a lot of stuff. I'm like, and I don't want to go right into the middle of his army and just have him come mm-hmm. crush me. Um, so I played defensively and I still lost. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> which is uh, my problem. Like, uh, if I have an aggressive army, I have to be aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the time. um I do not do that and so it's it's <laughs> uh, i really got to fight against that um fair, fair. so uh the next time we play there there'll be none of that holding back nonsense we're gonna we're gonna try and all get in, his ass baby. In. strike that one out of the book
0: there you so. go yeah that's that's the fun part about that book gives you motivation to keep playing at army and even if you lose at least you get to something to remember it by you're like i'm putting it in the book it's fun for both parties yeah uh, so the yeah that's great. Any, but that's okay. pretty much
1: uh, the, the, the gist of it, really, so far. hasn't been a lot of hobby for me in the last couple weeks, unfortunately. So that's what video games will do to you.
0: That's fun. Yeah, I mean, I could give you a nice little Strength Hammer. Not strength Hammer. God, Street Fighter 6 <laughs> I'm Strength Hammer. Uh, this is Strength Hammer Podcast. I gave you some Street Fighter Six updates, but um, I usually do this on my weekly blog post. It's going well. I'm having a fun time
1: still. good, good. <laughs> Looks like a good game
0: it's so good it's so good oh it's gonna be hard to be away from it for a week mm-hmm. anyway there we go that's the usual intro so neil tonight's topic i'll let you lead it because this was kind of your baby yeah so uh um, I've,
1: yeah i've been perusing the twitters or whatever and um <sighs> every once in a while I hear the term um, casually competitive come up right yeah and so I wanted to expand I would consider myself a casually competitive Warhammer player Um, and so I want to kind of expand on that and take a look at that see what both of us thought that meant um, what it means to be casually competitive as opposed to just a competitive player Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and what that looks like Um, so uh I don't know do you want me to lead this or Chuck or do you want to tell me first what you think casually competitive means to you sure let
0: me let me give you I guess my loose definition as I would see it from so we didn't really talk too much about this so this is all gonna be off the cuff so casually competitive means somebody who's going to bring a list that's capable of winning but is going to have uh for lack of a better word maybe your darlings in it you're gonna have things you like because ultimately while you're aiming to win you're aiming to give a game where you could come out on top if you lose it's not the end of the world it's not the end of your event. it's i did my best and i came up short let's mm-hmm. learn for the next game see what i can do but with this list uh so now that's not necessarily intentionally taking a poor choice Be- for yeah. poor choice sake, i know there's people out there that like to try and win with the worst things and sure have fun this is i'm taking the list i want no matter what because i like them and trying to win with them
1: yeah i think sometimes casually competitive uh it becomes kind of a little bit of a dirty word to those who are competitive competitive right i think sometimes it kind of means to some people that this is just somebody who is um who wants to win really bad is a try hard but is just really bad at the game um <laughs> and that's kind of why i wanted to touch on this uh topic and so um i don't believe i mean that may be the case in some instances i'm I'm sure it is i'm sure those those players abound so you know when you start getting into the mid tables um i think sometimes that's where you you start to find some casually competitive i'd probably say mid tables to below um uh in in a five game tournament yeah and actually if you
0: go back to the uh conversation i just had of ascari on episode 60 um I mean, that's the case. I know that's the case for Sigmar, and it's apparently the case for 40K as well. You know, when you get to the very top, people are having a good time and super chill, win or lose. And then when you're at the bottom, it's the same thing. Granted, there's a different focus, the same side of a different coin, but it's it's the middle where you can encounter that try hard type of person who wants to win and thinks they're better than what they are and can't accept not being that. So, not that everyone there is that but that's where they usually land
1: now for me, uh, what, what casually competitive is, is in in my case, and I believe probably in in many people's cases is I don't have a ton of time to perfect the game aspect of it. Right. I can get in a game maybe once a week. If, if things are going great, um, the players that I'm playing are also around my level as well. So, um, I, i'm not getting i also don't get the wide breadth of games in my local area that i've i would need to kind of expand like let's say i wanted to get into like that fully competitive uh area i don't have the the amount of time to like go search out different opponents to learn different armies i don't have the time to know all the rules for anybody else's armies i barely know the rules for mine (laughs) with the amount of time that i'm able to put it in put into it um and on top of that uh it's kind of a uh it's a go to war with the army that you have
0: yeah a little bit bit of still mania coming out from you there
1: there you go what's that a little
0: bit of still mania coming back in bringing that back Right, right right right
1: so it's um uh, it, it's not intentional. Like I was I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Steve Mata, just actually a couple of days ago, and uh, I was just we were talking about the drawn Overlord's points going up, but it's just like yeah, it didn't affect me too much in my army because I don't really have Thunderers, and you know, his Thunderers were the were the meta choice right. there for a little while. And I said not because I'm I'm above playing Thunderers, but because I have ten of them and they all have rifles, and that's uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I have.
1: I that's tennis. not going to do
0: it. I have 10 as well, and they have rifles, minus they also have the cannon, but that's because it's a dwarf. I, yeah. And I, I, I'm just
1: not going out there and spending, you know, $200 on, uh, on more <laughs> Thunderers to uh, try and get them up to speed. Right. Uh, just so that I can watch the other ones, you know, uh, gather dust on the shelf. So, um, so when I build a list, I do build a list from what I have to be as hard and as competitive of a list as I possibly can um i'm not trying to take suboptimal choices but i might just have yeah suboptimal choices well, I may still, go ahead i would
0: say it, it, it's funny too because y- you and i are both the same like we usually play the same small group of people so we're facing the same armies but in another way that's also very good um mm-hmm. for instance my love of daughters of Cain means i play them more than any other army so that yeah. means all the people that i play regularly look at daughters of Cain and know what's going on. I, I think to Matt, when he went to LVO and he encountered someone who was running like a bunch of witch elves and stuff. And he, he he said, he literally looked at the guy and says, I'm so sorry what's about to happen to you. Because normally it's an army you'd be afraid of, but Matt has played right. me so much that he's like, I know exactly what I need to do to crush you. And I know you're not as good as Chuck because you're probably not playing as much as Chuck as for, right. for that specific army. And it was just like, oh, that's a boss move. And then Matt crushed him. <laughs> but like there's a good there is a good aspect to that i don't want to brush off saying like oh you know there is a good thing about hammering yourself against the same thing over and over again that's that's why i want to bring that up
1: sure sure yeah i i can see that for
0: sure um yeah, we're gonna be really yeah. good at ko by the end of all this we're gonna like we're gonna see ko we'll be like "Fuck you buddy you're fucking dead i know I, I against so. you. I
1: so. that's that's the goal right but i'm still <laughs> averaging like a game every two weeks at this point so i don't know how ready i'm gonna be for this tournament but uh, so yeah like i said like i still want to win every game and i think um i think the casually competitive player. If, if we're talking like, so, like, uh, psychographic profiles, mm-hmm. um, and things of that nature, I would say that the casually competitive player tends, and I'm going to venture out here with this probably tends to be more of the Timmy aspect, the 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 person who wants to experience like a big moment.
0: Okay. Um, All
1: right. All right. right, you know, like, so it, it, that kind of leads lends itself, I, I would say to being a little bit more laid back about the gaming experience you know you want to see it if that great thing happens oh yeah awesome you know if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen that's not you know, it is what it is as long as you know you went out there and you you gave it the old college try kind of thing so um the other thing is uh, i would say uh maybe on average the casually competitive players probably mostly because they're not getting in as many games are probably not as fast in the games um as um i mean it it depends on who you are but i'd probably say on average you're probably looking at somebody who's going to take a little bit longer to decide what he's going to do um in my case i know that's the truth right so analysis paralysis um, going on right right i'll sit there in like a hero phase and i'll be like okay what am i um hmm." and once i once i got it boom i go right yeah but uh like i'll sit there and just looking at the board where it's like you know a competitive player is somebody who's who's played a lot of games who understands exactly what's going on all over the board it's just like okay we're gonna boot this 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 i'm moving right here i know exactly where i'm gonna deploy yep. once i'm deployed i see where you're deployed i know exactly what my strategy is going to be no. i'm going to go do that
0: Neil, i'm sure yeah. you've had this too but like the times where you and i have played like a, a very committed person like a, a bill souza uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you know a roger or a tom Guan, and like we do something and, it, and it's it's from our own idiocracy where we're just like we, and yeah. but we accidentally do something that makes him go hmm. What do I do now? <laughs> but like it's it's because that wild card thought process because most people are going to do this based upon that because of how the game works. So right, always right. take that as a win too if you ever you know like. Well, yeah,
1: usually like, that hmm is for is is like a second of oh I didn't expect that, um, but this makes it easier for me so that's fine. Probably, <laughs> probably, but
0: never be afraid sometimes to just play the game and see what happens sometimes you got rolled. roll yeah well
1: oh, absolutely absolutely um but uh but yeah so that's um uh, that's kind of my take on 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 being casually competitive is just like you know sometimes the decision making is a little bit harder um you take a little bit more time you still want to push you still want to win the game like i've i've been like racking my brain over the list that i'm bringing to nashcon and everything and, and how it's going to play out and what i want to do with it Right. um that's the other thing it's it's a list that i built right you know and it's um it's again with what i have right and so it's not going to be a medalist which means we're not going four and one with it i'm not which is why <laughs> we're doing it even we're if doing. i was very good at this game the list is not going to be where it needs to be to go four and one five and oh you yeah, know it's I'm, just not I'm, a
0: possibility i'm aiming to be above neil and matt that's my goal right. And that could right. be that could be a third from the bottom and I can hit that goal and I'll be like woo yeah and I'll be dancing like I just won the whole the whole thing. I'll be like screw your sword. I got this paper contract we
1: signed bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, so like when I see um oh boy, like when I see things like chess clocks and stuff like that being banting uh, about um that every, gives me one yeah. more thing to have to worry about during a game that would uh that would not help my experience <laughs> of the game. I'm sure it would help I, my opponents so but i have i like i know this about myself so i play an army right now that has um like three boats on the battlefield <laughs> and hmm. i just have to move those i used to play soul blight right I, I think if you guys have been following this podcast um i got rid of my soul blight army because
0: i wasn't, wasn't i was
1: in my games in. i've always got my games in under the allotted time right yeah. but um uh but yeah like if i'm going to give you a good experience I know that about myself. That I'm going to take a little bit longer to think about things, yep. so I'm going to play something that doesn't take a lot of you know time in the movement phase.
0: So, see, I get that, and and I guess to touch upon the chess clock conversation, even though it's fucking tiresome over on the yeah. old internet. Um, yeah, I, I, I to me, it's always like, and I talked about this on another podcast. I'm like to me, it depends about. Right if you want a chess clock or not. There's a lot of depe- it depends. I mean, to me, everything in life, my answer is going to be, it depends. Sorry. Uh, with the exception of a few things like, should you be a Nazi? No, there's some, no. Should you be a pedophile? <laughs> no, you should not. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Like very hard line on a few things <laughs> for sure. But um, everything that's non-controversial in life, is usually it depends as an answer from me. Um, yeah. But I have a chess clock over there for one reason on my table. If I ever have somebody over who wants to practice with it, like, sure. If that's the intention of the game, like, hey, I'm practicing for AOS Worlds. One, why are you practicing with me? Second, yes, yeah. I have a chess clock in case that's what you want to use to get practice. Not a problem. Um, yeah. Have I ever used it? No, it still has a little tag on the battery that I could pull it out to start it uh-huh. <laughs> because I've never used it. Um, <laughs> but that's just because it doesn't fit who I am or how I play. I feel like I was in this casually competitive space for quite a while probably from aos 2.0 up until fucking bounty hunters (laughs) actually probably a little bit into bounty hunters bounty hunters broke me of it um because there was you know i'd still go to narrative events and do all this sort of stuff but like neo i came to your event sometimes and i came to push face when it was a competitive event and i took best order one time which was my highest accolade i think at an event um Mm -hmm. which felt good and thank goodness bill souza took overall with his order army which allowed me to win best order (laughs) <laughs> but no, like, but like, I I pushed um real hard, and I, I said I've done that before. I've gone to events where I push, but I've also gone to events where I'm not concerned. But I still come out two and three usually. Uh, yeah, based you know that was like the second edition mostly. So I understand that that space these people are in, but I also see how it can uh through a couple of other friends. So I'll leave their names out of it that I've seen let that get a hold of them too much and they get a little Mm -hmm. bit too into wanting to win and it kind of consumes them and i can see it's like they think they're having fun and maybe they are for like a short term but then they eventually come Mm -hmm. up like they wake up out of it and they're like huh being too competitive while being casually competitive is not good
1: I think it's uh I think it's funny when like some people talk to me and they'll be like yeah you know I just, like again I was talking to Steve the other night and uh he's just I was telling him it's like yeah I'm pretty competitive in pretty much every other part of my life he's just like yeah it's weird that you're not competitive in Warhammer and what's funny is I am <laughs> <laughs> it just it just doesn't come across because I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm playing the game, yeah. I am absolutely playing it to win it, you know. So uh it's just uh, 75% of the time that is not going to be the case.
0: Well, no, I mean so. and it's and you have to decide that as a person like where is your competitive nature? If it's in Warhammer, great, mm-hmm. embrace it, have fun. If it's not, don't force yes. it. Uh but that also doesn't mean it can't change. Like I said, I was competitive for a good long while. Now it's the least thing on my control. like I'm I am hundred percent ready to go to Nashcon with my, my list. Okay. And right. go own five yeah. and even lose out of the three of us and go, that was fun. I had a good time. Cause like, yeah. that's my mentality now. Like my, my competitiveness is in street fighter, which is weird, but that's where it's at. Um, so like, and, and yeah. it might come back eventually to Warhammer we'll see, but.
1: You know, it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. we were chatting earlier and uh, I was sending you my list and I was just like, yeah, the second one is a uh, is a two drop. And you're like, woo, look at that. You know, he's bringing out the battle regiment. See, but here, so here's, it's not as if I'm not trying here. I I am trying. Here, here's, here's the thing, Neil. I want you to
0: read the subcontext of how fast did you post those versus how fast did I respond?
1: Oh, pretty, pretty, pretty fast. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you think I actually read your lists?
1: Oh, hell no. I know you guys don't read them. <laughs> well, no, so. no, no okay
0: no no us don't read them uh matt would read it cole would read it dave would read it i i I, i'm like cool that's what you want to have fun like i'm not gonna read it like if you're my opponent like this is gonna be the funnest funnest sure fine dave not today satan you can't you can't knock me with this the funnest thing for nashcon (laughs) for me is people going like here's my two lists i'll be like that one that's a cool one yeah <laughs> like that's the one i'm gonna plan for or i'm gonna look yeah. at both and be like okay cool your fire slayers and hand them back and they're like did you see anything else no you got you got baby yeah. you got baby of fire hair that's all i need here we go let's yeah. go i'm a, and, I, and i and i'll flip a coin and that's the list i'll use I...
1: uh-huh. <laughs> i'm trying to decide i'm like you know my, my general, like, like, I'll go out like game one and just assume like game one's going to be a loss most of the time. Uh, again, that doesn't mean I'm not trying to play for the win. But uh, right. I always know that if somehow I do manage the ga- the win in game one, um, that means that is almost assuredly a loss. <laughs> <game number two. laughs> so if uh, I would much rather go out and lose that first game and, uh, and then go play with uh, the people who are more on my level, potentially um then, uh, the guys who are, uh, are are climbing up that ladder yeah the quick. first
0: first two rounds is always the hardest because like that's where that split happens like the people who are competitive and put in the effort and the mm-hmm. energy to be that top level um but yeah you might run into them in round one um see I've, I've done it multiple times throughout my warhammer career both competitive and narratively so but like i said i i always bring a list where it's like hey i'm gonna win or lose by turn three Let's go. Yeah.
1: yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this is my carriage on army will, it'll pretty much be done after turn one. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I,
0: th- I think all of us have essentially like a two frigate charge in list. Be like, let's see what right. happens. But also, <laughs> mine is full of Arcanauts because I have Arcanauts because some reason I like yeah. Arcanauts.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my other list is just um, all gun haulers and an ironclad and then uh, nine of the engine riggers. And so it's going to be all just like run up in your face, shoot, 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 ironclad charges in with that battering ram. And uh, let's see what happens. As long as we,
0: (laughs) listen, here's the question. Do you have the blow the magazine? uh, Great engine work. The one where you can blow up your ship and do it. No, I do not. Well, you should. No, I use
1: the uh, battering ram. I I
0: know, I know. But you got to, you got to, I'm going down. You got to go in the blaze of glory, but I guess I get it. I get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that one though, is just like assuming you're losing. So you're just trying, <laughs> trying to just bring down as many people I, as you can. So while you're doing
0: that. Do you, do you have so. the thing in your head whenever I think it was, I think it was talking, it might've been the high elf or dark elf episode where uh, Garage Hammer, Dave Witek was just like, I don't know why you'd ever take this because it's assuming I'm going to die. I'm losing models right right and it's just like i hear that still every time even even when i'm like i play daughters of Cain, i'm like i'm gonna take martyr right. sacrifice we're gonna bounce mortal wound back for every girl that dies on a five up i hear dave yeah. going but you're assuming you're gonna lose models i'm just like yeah but that's fine dave like i have to like mentally battle him in my head each time
1: <laughs> i'm right there with him like i'm like you know if i've if i've done something to the point where we're we're, we're hoping for that to happen um something bad has happened right like <laughs> it's probably not going my way that's fair so I get it i get it
0: but, you No. Know, uh have you ever found yourself i guess like falling into the trap of casually competitive where you lean a little too far into competitive where it you're maybe like taking the fun out of it either for you or your opponent i i know i uh, have this yeah. so i'm just curious yeah
1: it happens with like certain opponents that i play all the time right it's, it usually happens with my best friends right yeah so where um where my like like i've had games where it's just kind of can get nasty <laughs> sometimes and those are usually with dave because <laughs> sure. i play him the most sure. or have traditionally played him the most right so the people that i play the most and I'm, I'm willing to bet you probably have a little bit of this with alex oh yeah but it, uh,
0: him and i are the ones that i get it the most with i don't know why
1: it's yeah, it, it's him and yeah. i but it, like we get past everybody's it. competitive like, especially in this country right <laughs> i well, think this country we're all number one made on competitiveness right <laughs> so um yeah. but um but yeah so it depends on who it is and it depends like is this person my like do i do i consider this person to be my level like in the game right like when i walk up and i play um you know name your name your tough crowd you know (laughs) gentleman (laughs) or lady who's uh who's going to you know stand across from me the table when i play them uh, i 100 percent know this is not going to work out in my favor however when i play dave uh, when I play um, uh, Matt, when I play you, right? Kind of, you know, at the similar level of, right. of playing at this game. And at this point, I expect to win, or I expect to be competitive at this point. <laughs> so, you're and saying so it can get a little a hairy at that point. Like that, yeah. At that point, I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm coming for the win here, guys. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's entirely fair. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Matt had felt that in our last uh, brew <laughs>
0: What's It's always funny, too, because it really, like exemplifies when you start having like the issues like even though we're all rolling average on dice but like we always feel it's like slightly off i remember when we were at the adept won't and i played matt i had my drukar against his custodes i threw everything in and he just bounced everything off and i was like haha i'm in danger um but yeah. it's like he could not fail a save uh-huh. no matter what i did and yeah. but, but conversely I, when i did the siege battle this last week uh for some reason and there's eight people at the table and it was it's it was mostly me matt joined my side for a little bit until i made a certain blood pact but um that's beside the point um but matt was with me but it was like me versus like six other people mostly and matt had like the small section of this wall um to defend and for some reason everything was just average across the board unless it was alex if alex rolled anything to hit me i'm like oh yeah i need a six there's eight sixes alex and he's just like shut the fuck up <laughs> and it was like he's like he's like he like if for some reason just that night my dice yeah. is like i am not taking anything from you alex everybody else could do whatever they wanted to me i was like that's fine right. <laughs> but alex it's just like nope you're just and that, i was like he had a horde of goblins that were held up by five melusa uh uh bowman for two yeah. turns and he's just like why why? And I'm like, you could have <laughs> retreated after the first one. They weren't going to do anything. They are in a tower. And he's like, no, I want to kill him. And it took him two turns to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that minus one to hit. Plus one armor. It's uh, it's nice. It's good. It's good. You're going to find that out when you uh, crash those boats into some people. Mm. Unless you have them pop out. Yeah. That's
0: why you got to blow up the boats, do the mortal wounds, and you drop the bombs. It's all mortal wounds, man. So what would
1: you get? <laughs> oh, man. I-, I want people to shoot my boats. Please shoot my boats. Don't shoot the guys inside. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Shoot the guys inside. I,
0: I, well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah. Um, now, I, I guess with that said, like, I now I've changed my ways. I've, I've, am a recovering comp- casual competitive player. Now, mm-hmm. full on, just want to, just want to tell stories of narrative war gaming. Um, yeah.
1: Are you still casually competitive, you think? Are you still at that level? oh yeah yeah i mean I definitely and actually you know like i was talking about you know the the better opponent i play the more casual i get about the game <laughs> like i don't get like i don't turn into like the sweaty tryhard. i go the opposite way like what can, um, what can i learn I, off I know, my opponent uh, here like yeah what am i going to learn I, yeah. I, I know what the study and futility is so that it's easier <laughs> for me to just fall back into like okay so this game is not going to be a w so you know how am i going to have like the most fun i can with this game you know while still trying to give the other person a decent game as well you right know? so um again i'm not just gonna fold it in you know but I'm, I'm gonna play them but uh but yeah i can i you know that's where i start to try and get a little bit into the the moral victories and things like that you know oh yeah so.
0: i mean and really the only difference between that is with kind of what i do is i'm starting out with the moral victories in mind
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I guess like i, I find those like it is fun because I know the one thing I get to do during this whole event, I'd Be like, Oh, what's your most recently painted model? Or what's your favorite yeah. unit on the board? And I can be like, ha 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 died, Die die. die. <laughs> yeah, <that's
1: funny. laughs>
0: like I, I can do that. I'll always stuff. be
1: afraid. Like, whenever, like, Chuck asks you that question, just take your thing and slide it more towards the back of yeah. the board.
0: <laughs> yep. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it kind of brings me up a different point too, like what I alluded to at the start of the show, uh, that kind of surprised me with some of my good friends that i play warhammer with all the time um, that not everyone truly understands what narrative wargaming is i think i feel like we've gotten away from that uh because let's let's be honest, I know Gw is like that's the three pillars just open play match play and narrative play okay first of all open play no one does that if you're doing it in your hobby table you're you're not doing you're you're, you're guessing on stuff open play sure if you want to label it that fine whatever that's a pillar of salt don't worry about that yeah yeah then you have match play competitive play which is solid um there's pros and cons for match play out there for sure uh because a lot of the shifts in the meta and points and rules will be around the competitive play because some people are going to find those things abuse them until they get fixed uh mm-hmm. and sure that could break some if someone's playing casually at home if they find the faq and they have the and maybe maybe they use five Thunderers, and now they their whole point is screwed up because now the Thunderers cost way too much because people were abusing them. Like they weren't abusing them, but they were abusive. Yeah. Um, that's a negative. But a pro is if there's something really egregious that maybe someone's stomping around their local scene, making people not have a good time, will get corrected. So it's still viable, but it's not broken that's a that's a good thing so there's there's pros and cons to that but also it's casual so i don't know how many of those people actually look up faqs anyway Mm -hmm. so who knows um but narrative neil if i was to say to you hey let's have a narrative game this friday Mm -hmm. I'll, i'll bring my daughters a cane for this narrative game what would your first question or response be what's the story Perfect, yeah. Okay, Neil, I want to. I, 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 I. need to defend my, my temple. Let's just give that. Mm-hmm. I need to defend my Tarathian temple. Um, I'm an Akshi. Uh, it's going to be all no holds bars. Uh, I got to throw out all my tricks to defend it. My endless spells and judgments invocations are just going to be active because this is my home territory, like all the blood magic centered. Um, that sort of stuff. What would your follow-up yeah. question be after that?
1: Or what were your response, whatever, you know, that's... What's what's my army's role? Like, what is my army trying to achieve? Where's What's my army's part in the story?
0: Sure, it's to siege the castle. You could have your own, obviously, like, reason. Maybe it's to capture as many of my heroes as possible. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but, like, I just need to defend my walls. That's all my goal is. You're rampaging into that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not once did you do what every single person that I talked to about in their gaming recently... Not not a single time in this whole conversation did you do what they what they did every time the first and first question they had.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think their first question points? was? Yeah, every time. So like, how many <laughs> points? I'm like, I, shut the fuck up. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: We're telling a story. Right. Yeah, like I get it to a certain extent, right? Like, well, just, um, it, I think it's been like, beaten. They want to know, so much, like, yeah. Yeah, as far as narrative goes, are we playing like balanced or are we playing? You know um is one force going to be larger than the other kind you know type thing
0: but that gets discovered throughout the story through the narrative I just we just worked out together the
1: siege would you assume Mm -hmm. that you have more points or I have more points If it's a siege, what I would assume is that you have less points than the attackers, generally speaking, because usually the battlements kind of add to a little bit of that defense feature. So,
0: right, and I've already—that'd be my assumption. I've already clearly stated that I'm going to be powered up because I'm going to just have my endless spells out at all times. So I'm going to give myself Mm -hmm. other bonuses to make up for that fact. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but yeah, and then even to the point where you lose a unit comes back on the back of the table edge, like that's other fun stuff we can do
1: right um, it's your classic uh, uh like your classic hold out like see how long you can hold out
0: you mean, kinda, kinda you, you mean the male dream Last yeah. stand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long can you hold off yeah yeah lone wolf style but no I, I, yeah. it 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 just shocks me because I and mean, maybe i took it for granted that uh, people assuming what narrative is because I, I i've heard it before um it's like, well, okay, it's it's, it's just it's just shocking to me. because but, And also to that same point, I want to bring up, the reason I bring up that specifically is because I bet in some way, like if we had Noah on, uh, Tom, Guang, Gavin, uh, any of those just, you know, exceptional, exceptional gamers, or the new Team American Captain, Sean, um, they would probably look at us and go a- after our explanation of competitive, casually competitive even, and they would say... Here's why you're not understanding what it is. Mm -hmm. I bet we're still missing that because we've never really functioned in that space
1: specifically. Yeah, I think I I actually would love to love to get a very competitive person's um, idea of what casually competitive is to them and what their experience with somebody who would call them casually competitive has been. Because I'd be interesting to kind of hear their take on that too.
0: Right, because that's kind of that's the melting pot. That's where we all end up. And even if you're hyper competitive or your narrative, whichever side of that coin you're on, I yeah. think the casual competitive is like a nice meeting point where all those ideas kind of converge. And that's where like, the blending mm-hmm. begins of, I guess, that spectrum of play
1: yeah. style, because there's are on both ends, right? I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, getting back to narrative, like I, if you look at, uh, I think sometimes the official, you know, stuff that gets produced, recently i'd say more uh in the narrative sections like if you go and you look at your you know your big book your rule book and you look in the narrative section you get your path to glory right but path to glory um you can play your path to glory game uh, army in a match play scenario right they have rules for that right. the, the narrative games themselves have scenarios and the scenarios are you know they, they might be a little bit they could be unbalanced but they're very much they're not far off of like what a match play scenario is most of the time the most
0: i've seen is the narrative flashpoint we used talked about uh the the defender having to choose where their forces are at and then the attacker would blindly choose which location they're attacking and that would indicate if you're even on points if the attacker's 10% up or if the attacker's 10% down that's that's if you're sure we could have done two thousand points, we threw that away. I threw that away immediately because like, I didn't yeah. care about that. But um, even still, it's 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 there's a lot of thought even in narrative right now. I think is being put into fairness, which means it takes away a little bit of fa- fairness on level of armies, which I get, but also I think it's also defeating the purpose of narrative sometimes which is to tell a really cool story despite right. major imbalances that could happen yeah.
1: yeah and i think for a lot of people it's it's hard to shake you know the whole like you know I'm, I'm on the other side of the table um kill army you know i play this game to take your army pieces away and win the game by doing whatever the win condition is right so um just remembering that like every every unit you lose every unit that that kills something else right that's that needs to mm-hmm. play a role or, or has to play a role in the story well, so. i
0: look at myself even on that on 40k when i play 40k even in the new edition the first thing i don't care about doing is objectives or secondaries Right. so my narrative is playing the most bare basic competitive version which is just two thousand points versus two thousand points running at each other like so i tell my opponent i'm like hey you can put down objectives i'm going to ignore them i'm doing this <laughs> uh because i'm just doing what i want to do which is like i'm so, playing so my, murder
1: elves and yeah, you yeah, you die.
0: <laughs> yeah you might win but you're gonna die um uh-huh. <laughs> which is a different can of worms but you know, and, and, and that's where maybe that casually competitive. It's it like I said, it's a good place to jump either way on, um, but also embrace while you're in it. Like I said, you're you're in that phase, you're mm-hmm. you're embracing it. Uh, I have left that. I'm in my new my new era, uh, so I'm embracing that. Doesn't mean I'm not going to shift back in and try to be competitive. Like, there's a good chance, Neil, if we pair off each other. Oh, probably maybe. you and Matt yeah. are going to be the only two people that I could pair oh. against and be like it's fucking on boys like let's go oh, yeah man, i'm, yeah. I'm going
1: all right man you're gonna see the you're gonna see the ugly face for that one
0: right <laughs> we'll be mean yeah. mugging for two and a half hours to get through that game
1: oh my god it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be like five minutes till dice down i'm going to... <laughs> you suck bitch you slow played me yeah i'm down like 20 points but i'm just still trying to eat back any point i can get against you but... <laughs> Nah, That's it's too
0: funny Yes, yeah, so I, I think it's it's definitely a good topic of what is casually competitive and what do you consider casually competitive.
1: Right. As a um, as a casually competitive player, um, and and this is impossible to do. It's an impossible thing. But I'd love to have a tournament, you know, or, or play in some kind of tournament where where it's like you know how you have like like in Street Fighter, right? You have your different. Um, as you get better at the game, you get paired off with people who are more your level, right? right. So you have different ranking system, right? right? It'd be nice to have like a ranking system where you would play in a tournament with people that are more of your caliber. Like you could be, you could, you've got more like a range. And I know that that's that's impossible in Warhammer. And yeah, I, you'd I, have I, to. You'd I'm have to. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if I experienced it if I'd want it. <laughs> after yeah, it, but
0: you'd, uh, you'd have to self evaluate yourself on that,
1: um yeah, which is hard yeah, to do
0: because everyone thinks they're better right. than what they are. Right. Um, I, I guarantee you, if it was out of five stars, I guarantee you, you'd probably take someone like Noah and he'd be like, I'm four. But
1: yeah. He just no. won lvo and he'd
0: be like, I'm a four. I'm like, no, you're a five. Yeah. And he's not trying to play down. He just truly thinks he's a four because it's also very personal right. how we view our skill levels.
1: Right. Right. So. Yeah, so you'd have but, some, so you'd have to have some kind of way, and then who wants to like go through a ranking system all this, right? Yeah, like it had it'd have to be more of like a, you know, what do you consider yourself as,
0: kind of right. thing, right? And, and like <laughs> I said it's, it, it's funny, and it, the Street Fighter is a good mention because on the ranking, whenever you first go into a ranking, it asks mm-hmm. you, are you a beginner, are you a rookie, amateur, are you experienced, mm-hmm. or are you a pro? It asks you which one do you do you think you belong in. Yeah. and you pick it yeah. and that's where your placing matches go and if you say i'm a pro you're getting matched against people who are diamond and mastered like the highest level and you're gonna get your ass beat all the way back down real quick <laughs> so it's but it's, it's, you know so you want to be honest so you can actually get evaluated correctly and then move up the scale and like you'll and then you move up and down so it's right. it works it, it's it works in street fighter because one it's a video game it's all automated and mm-hmm. in two matches are a minute and a half at most yeah so yeah. like that's why i'm I'm okay being competitive in street fighter personally because if i lose i'm only losing for three minutes as opposed yeah. to three and a half hours
1: <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fair assessment too it's yeah. not uh, it's not your entire weekend yeah right yeah
0: plus also i don't know how i could tell the story in street fighter with with a character that has preset moves and stuff
1: right 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 Plus you can custom make them but uh Oh, you can mod things i've seen some mods
0: i've seen some mods i wish i didn't see some mods oh my god there's mods yeah, people I'm are sure. so I'm sure horny. Mods. Yeah. There's way too many horny <laughs> people out there they need stop.
1: Yeah. yeah it would be like an interesting thing though i've won like i wonder how it would ever work if you did have kind of like a uh you know a casual tournament versus the like an uh, adepticon right like you're able to block off a hundred slots for you know a casual tournament, and block off you know two hundred, three hundred for the uh, uh, for the competitive tournament, right? The competitive now. Uh, so, but well, I don't see,
0: know. You say that, but like, like I said, you everyone sorts themselves pretty quickly. I, I think that negative connotation of like the tryhard people. Because uh-huh. here's the here's here's how those people get sorted. Because like within the first couple rounds of any event, it sorts itself to where you belong. Right. Um, right.
1: Two re- rounds. I think it takes two rounds. Yeah.
0: Right. The reason you have those people that those tryhards that eke through is because there's people like me and there's people like Bill. Right. If they play a tryhard plays Bill, they're going to lose. Yeah. They're just <laughs> yeah. going to lose. They're not good enough as a player to beat that person. Even if right. they brought the same exact meta list, it's like, no, you're you're going down, buddy. Yeah, and if yeah. they encounter someone like me, who just doesn't want to deal with that shit like if i'm not in the mood to call out every single piece of bullshit i'll be like all right i'm just i just want to get through this game and get on to the next one because you're you're a dick. Yeah, 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 and we yeah, just let them go yeah. up and that's why they always filter up there it's it's that's how they get filtered through yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the try to yeah. play the tryhards and then i'm a fucking to and i have to fucking deal with them <laughs> yeah and all those stupid ass night questions <laughs> that's is, where all the questions
1: come from oh, yeah every that's a right. single time. time oh my yeah. gosh yes um yeah 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 yeah
0: but that, that's just yeah. that's just how it sorts.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And as a casual guy, though, too, like it's almost like when I win a game, like I'm happy I win a game, but then I'm also like afterwards, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> I got to go up and play somebody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that um, bad. Yeah but now it's no, it it, isn't. It yeah. isn't. we have our moments and sometimes those moments uh with uh, some games that are less than fun that you have uh they stick with you sometimes and uh, you, you dread that um but i will say they are few and far between so.
0: yes and like i said i currently refuse to have those ever so if i encounter anybody of any skill set if i see where the game's going to a negative connotation i'm just gonna be like cool i'm taking my whole army and i'm going to kill that unit next yeah and i'm gonna kill that unit next and that unit Mm -hmm. and that's my game plan that becomes my whole game plan because i don't feel like trying to do all this nonsense i'm just trying to get these little victories of that unit's gone and that unit's gone because usually by doing that i feel you'll probably usually beat a lot of the tryhards anyway (laughs) (laughs) because they're not expecting (laughs) to like oh why is your whole army shifting to my left flank right oh gosh oh gosh and then they're like i gotta ship back over and you're like all right whatever i'm just gonna keep chewing through this and then they take them off their game plan but that's that's beside the point um
1: yeah nah, it's, now it's the moral victory route yeah
0: yeah take the moral victory and go all right i'm just gonna and i like, said actually kind of since that's our next event kind of supports that in a way because there's did you kill who killed the most uh generals who killed the most right. um yeah the new and and androids? heroes I, I don't know. oh yeah. yeah the wizard guys wizard right guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so Nashcon leans into that a little bit anyway like it, it, you could show up and be like this is my game plan i'm gonna kill as many generals as possible
1: which is cool yeah
0: and i think that that kind of fits the the concept of what me you and matt are doing with this little ko battle um
1: yeah speaking of trying to kill generals um yeah i did kill dave's general um Ooh. dave's general was a um an Achillean king right yeah what do you know about the kings what happens when they get next to a lot of units you know
0: uh, they pass a lot of buffs around and
1: kill your army what happens is is they get two extra attacks for every unit within six inches of them um... i don't know if it's an artifact that does that or what i think it's command I, trait. I think it's
0: command trade yeah
1: command trait? okay so um or maybe command now ball, imagine could... if you will a fully stocked boat of caradron overlords that has one two three four units inside the Mm -hmm. boat counts as one and then there's a further um uh gun hauler next to that boat Mm -hmm. um so we're up to six okay um and imagine this thing has a 14 inch move and can run and charge (laughs) and Mm -hmm. oh by the way it's gonna strike first too um, and that mm-hmm. hammers into the side of your boat with something like uh two three damage attacks yep. um to yep. the tune of about um i think he had 18 attacks when he when he hit Ooh, me okay. not counting not counting the goddamn horse yep
0: yep <laughs> yep Jesus
1: so i learned really quick you know what though the moral victory route of trying to kill the general actually sometimes is the actual victory route uh um, <laughs> and I, I was
0: just looking on my phone as you're talking about that something to keep in mind with the new general's handbook and a new uh uh faqs in mind and battle packs uh they only have seven wounds which means we're now gonna have to be within 12 inches to shoot them if they're next to a battle line or a unit of three or more models or or no that no, 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 is it ignoring the mounted I might ignore the mounted hold on hold he's on. mounted he's yeah, mounted. Mounted, yeah, He does count as mounted never mind shoot the yep. shit yep. out of him <laughs> yeah yeah i see his mouth it's, i was just looking like oh he's only seven wounds but yeah no he's mounted so he's, he's yeah. ignoring us. Well, so we're good
1: well in order to bring all my big guns to bear anyway uh, all my boats need to land outside of nine inches and just start leveling shit anyway so <laughs> it's all good <clears throat> hey shooting the heroes is
0: never a bad idea anyway so mm-hmm. can't be too Yeah. Wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but of course uh you know your deep can you have to shoot the closest one anyway so that's not always the option anyway so found oh, out uh, right. i thought i was right. actually uniquely positioned to try and take out that army and it turns out because they get cover on that first turn too yep. that uh the uh the alpha strike uh option on them is is not uh not the best but it is has been probably a... still the one that you took,
0: so. see it's it's been a long while since uh i've brought shooting against idanath armies that i've I'm usually just combat mm-hmm. army, so I keep forgetting about that. You have to shoot the closest.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, so, you know, that'll be
0: yeah. that'll be exciting. I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should probably try to get a few games in. Uh, think, I'm in
1: danger. I think yeah. a- Alex
0: is Alex is having a little prep event, so I'll get a few games in there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I
1: would like to. My wife is going to be out of town, so I got the kiddos, so that was going to be a no go for me. So
0: that's that's fair. But. uh... Yeah, no, Neil, anything else you want to cover with casually competitive people?
1: No, that's all I wanted to really talk about a little bit. Just, uh, I'd love to find out what uh, other people think about it. And, uh, you know, if, if you think that I'm way off base on, on what all that is, or you disagree with something I said, I'd love to know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just mm-hmm. pop in the comments down there. I'd love to know what you guys think.
0: Yes, please do. Uh, I'm curious, too. And I'm curious if you're out there and you play narrative. Um, do you worry about points? first or do you worry about the story first like what's what's your how do you how do you go get uh i guess how do you go into a narrative game what's your what's your style and then if you're competitive let us know what we got wrong to as far as from your viewpoint because that's also very interesting and maybe mm-hmm. we'll, maybe we'll talk about it next time but it's going to be a couple weeks before we talk so like i said i'll be flying out to tacoma middle of next week and i'll be gone for about three, five days So if you're going to Tacoma, I will see you there. If you're not going to Tacoma, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at strengthhammer underscore or strength underscore hammer. Mm -hmm. But uh, links will be in the description below. Neil, anything you want to say to the fine folks before we depart for a few weeks?
1: Actually, just from what you said there, I think there's one extra thing uh, just to add Ooh. about casually competitive gaming. Um, and it does seem like sometimes the best players, the most competitive players, are the most casual players, too, because they oh, know yeah. how to beat you and there's no stress. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> so that's another way you can be casually competitive yeah. is just be so good that uh, it's not uh, you're not worried about anything. You're so good so, you don't <laughs> have to worry about competing to the last two rounds at most. <laughs> Absolutely. All
0: right uh i'm not gonna do any commitments this time just because i'll forget about them by next time you any commitments from you hobby or fitness
1: uh, uh hobby i gotta finish those bubble boys they gotta they gotta start getting getting done so there you go there
0: you go actually you know what? I'll, i will commit i'll commit to one game of character Drone overlords or at least read through the book again one of those two
1: <laughs> play the game play the game i'll try i'm busy <laughs> i get it i all get right.
0: it all right Everybody take care, stay Stormcast strong, happy hobbing, we'll see you in a few weeks.